Welcome to the Grind It Podcast. You know, life can be such a grind at times, and so we're here sharing God's Word with you to encourage you to keep grinding and to not give up. It's time to grind. So here's the host of the Grind It Podcast, the old school skateboarder himself, Randall Tucker. Welcome to the Grind It Podcast. Today we're going to continue with Luke chapter 8, and we left off the last podcast with uh, uh, talking about Jesus. He, he is, uh, he, Luke mentions that he has healed some women. He has cast out demons out of some of these women. Luke mentions three by name. He mentions Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Susanna. And these women, and also others uh, that are not mentioned by name, are, are walking around with Jesus as he's going into these villages and he's, he's giving people hope. He's ministering to people. And these women are taking their resources and, and they're ministering to Jesus and his disciples. And, and they're joining in, uh, offering these people this message of hope. And then as Jesus is going around to these villages and teaching, he is uh, teaching them, Luke says, by, by using parables. And a parable is just simply a short story that uh, uses things that people are familiar with. And the first parable that Luke gives us is the parable of, uh, of, of the sower. And it's found in Luke, 4, uh, Luke 8, 4 through 8. And, and I want to read that parable to you. And we're going to break that parable down. But the good thing is we don't have to guess what Jesus is talking about because uh, he tells us exactly what he is meaning because his disciples, they say, look, dude, we, we, we don't really understand what you're saying. Why don't you explain that to us? And so he does. And we're going to break that down. But this is the parable. It says, one day Jesus told a story in the form of a parable to a large crowd that had gathered from many towns to hear him. A farmer went out to plant his seed. As he scattered it across his field, some seed fell on a footpath where it was stepped on and the birds ate it. Other seed fell among the rocks. And it began to grow, but the plant soon wilted and died for lack of moisture. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up with it and choked it, choked out the tender plants. And still other seed fell on the fertile soil. And this seed grew and produced a crop that was a hundred times as much as had been planted. And when he had said this, he called out, Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. And I shared at the end of the podcast last time that Isaiah 55 11 it says and this is New Living Translation it says it is the same with my word I send it out and it always produces fruit I think the King James Version says it does not go forth void when when God sends out his word it always produces fruit and he says it will accomplish all I want it to what his word will his word will accomplish everything that he wants it to accomplish and it will prosper everywhere I send it, God says. That's Isaiah 55, 11. And, and we know from Jesus' Jesus's explanation of this parable is that the seed is his word. And so the first example that Jesus gave of the seed being sown is that the seed falls on a footpath. And, and, and it seems like that it was wasted because it was, it was just stepped on. It was on a footpath, right? And so people would step on it, and it, and it didn't really do anything. It just sat there, and, and, and the birds came along and, and eat it. 
But even, even at that, the seed or the word of God was useful because it was used as a food source for the birds. Uh, in this application, the seed, which is the word, it would have produced fruit in the person, but you know when you plant seed, it doesn't automatically just you know sprout forth into a tree or to a plant or a flower or whatever. It doesn't just automatically just start growing and bloom. It takes time. It takes time to germinate. And before the seed could germinate, uh, the birds or the devil came along and he took the seed and he just plucked it away, stole it away. And, and, and we see this all the time, right? Because people hear about Jesus and it just seems to go in one ear and out the other. They, they could really just care less about Jesus or the gospel or what Jesus did uh, on the cross. It's like in, in uh, Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit fell and, and, the, and, and the apostles were speaking in tongues and there were thousands upon thousands of people there gathered in Jerusalem for the feast of, the, of Pentecost to offer their first fruits to God. And they're hearing their, all these different languages and they're hearing their language uh, being spoken and, and, and it's about uh, what God has done and how God has raised up Jesus. And so the, everybody's thinking these, these men are drunk and Peter stands up and he begins to preach to them about how they have crucified the very Christ, the very Messiah that they've been looking for all of this time. That they were guilty of crucifying Jesus and how God had raised up Jesus from the dead and he has put him at his right hand in this place of authority. And, and, and it, the Bible says that these people were pricked in their heart. And when they were pricked in their heart, they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? What do we got to do to be saved? What do we got to do to make this right? Because we realize that we've done wrong. We have crucified Jesus, God's son. And so Peter says, here's what you got to do. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And this is what it says. Uh, I believe in verse 41 of Acts chapter 2. It says, Then those who gladly received Peter's word, those that gladly received his word, were baptized. And that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And we think, Oh man, that would be so awesome to have 3,000 people to be baptized right there on the spot. And and, and just, you know, what an uh, awesome thing. But but truth be told, there was way more than 3,000 people there that heard the message that day. But about 3,000 heard the message and gladly received his words. And they were obedient. They were baptized for the remission of their sins. And they were uh, filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Lord added them to the church. And from that moment on, the church began. And, and it just has been growing ever since. But... About 4,000 gladly received. There's no telling how many thousands did not gladly receive the word. They rejected the word in one in one ear and out the other. The word fell on footpaths and was trampled upon. And we see it all the time today still. The second example uh, is the seed falling on the rocks. Uh, it actually 
the this seed gets into the ground. It actually germinates. It sprouts, and and it looks like it's going to produce fruit, but it doesn't last very long because it has shallow roots. It 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 didn't get enough water. It didn't get enough nourishment, uh, and it and it just it withered. It it died. Um, I had a guy about a year or so ago come and and lay rock beside my driveway because I've got a 24 foot long little Debbie truck that I used to deliver uh, my little Debbie cakes and uh, so I needed a place to park it and and so I had this guy come and lay this rock and and for a while it, it just looked it looked really good and there was no weeds or anything no grass growing on and then over time uh, it's dirt became uh, got into the rocks and things and the seed would get on the rocks and it, it it started growing these little old, it's not a bush and it's not a flower. I don't know what they are, but it's some kind of weed and it just lays out onto the rock. And you can literally just go over there and just, just barely even touch it and pick it right up by, by the roots because uh, it, the, the, the root system is very shallow. It, it, it just didn't have far to go. It, it, it just kind of wrapped around inside the dirt that's in those rocks. And so you, you just reach down there and, and pick it up very easily and 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 jesus said that that is um what these people are like who the seed was sown by the farmer and it fell among the rocks that it's actually sprouted up and, and and it looked like it was going to produce fruit but it didn't get the nourishment that it needed because of the water uh shortage or whatever the lack of water and it weathered um and so uh, Jesus said the seeds on the rocky soil represent those who hear the message and receive it with joy but since they don't have deep roots they believe for a while and they fall away when they face temptation um, the word was preached people received it with joy but they didn't nourish their faith and like I said we see this all the time even today people get pumped up about Jesus they get baptized they attend church services for a while, and all of a sudden you don't see them anymore. They, they just disappear. Why? Because shallow roots. Temptation came their way, and since their roots were shallow, they caved. And when they caved, they, they basically quit. Paul says in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, that God has allotted to each person, each man, each woman, a measure of faith. So each person... Each individual is given by God a measure of faith. And it is up to that individual, it's up to you, it's up to me, to take the faith that God has given us and grow our faith and sustain it. And so the question is, how do we do that? How do we grow our faith and how do we sustain our faith? Well, Romans 10, 17 says, So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. So Faith comes by hearing the word. And again, I'm going to say this, and I've said it in the last several podcasts, but it is imperative that we be in the word of God. And that's why I'm sharing these podcasts with you and making these these, these Bible studies so that you, you can have something to listen to and that you can have something to sit around and share with your family and your friends and, and talk about it and study it even even deeper. And I hope and pray that you do, do that and that you share these podcasts we, with people that you know, and, and, and thank you in advance for doing that. But Romans ten seventeen says, So faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. So faith comes from hearing the word, 
And, and so to build our faith then, we have to be in the Word. It's imperative. We have to be in the Word of God. 2 Timothy 2.15, uh, the King James Version starts out like this. It says, study to show yourself approved. Uh, the New King James says, be diligent. Uh, mean, that means put forth an effort. Uh, the New Living Translation says, work hard. You know, that's a word that we don't like because we work all the time. Well, we have to work at our faith. And especially if we want to have deep roots and not shallow roots, we have to work at our faith. And 2 Timothy 2.15 proves that. Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive His approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. So, God gives us a measure of faith and we have to be in the word, right, to grow our faith, reading our Bibles. And as we read God's word, our faith grows and we're able to sustain our faith that God has given us. And we're listening to sermons and we're listening to worship songs we're doing all these things because if we don't, we will have shallow roots and we will wither. We'll be like those weeds out in my drive, uh, driveway where you know I could just reach down and just, and just pluck them right up because they have shallow roots because they're, they're in the rocks. And so we want deep roots. And so how can we have deep roots? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, Romans 10, 17. We, we have to be in the Word, reading our Bibles on a daily basis so that we can take the faith that God has given us, this measure of faith, and grow it, and not only grow it, but sustain it as well. And our, our roots get deeper and deeper. And the, the deeper the root, the stronger our faith becomes, and we're able to bear fruit through the power of God's Word and Him using us to bear fruit so that other people can have the same opportunity that we have. We're going to go to break, and when we come back from break, we're going to talk about the third example of this farmer sowing his seed. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Dinah Grace Hawk, and I'm so excited that my new original Christmas single, He Is Jesus, is now available wherever you stream music. Be sure to give it a like and a share and follow me on any of the main social media or music platforms at Dinah Grace Hawk for more. So we're talking about the parable of the sower where the farmer goes out and he's sowing seed because he's, he is wanting to produce crops, you know, he's wanting to feed his family and maybe make a little money or help his neighbors or whatever he's wanting to do uh, with the fruit of his labor from these crops. And so he's going to sow seed and he's not caring where he's sowing seed. He's just sowing seed in his field expecting, you know, it to produce a crop. And so Jesus is given uh, in this parable, he's using things that are familiar with the people and the seed is the word of God. And, and he has given these examples about where the seed falls on the footpath where the birds come and eat it. And it, uh, it falls among the rocks where it doesn't get enough water. And so the, the, the uh, 
the plant or it, it germinates and, and it shoots up and it's going to produce a seed, but since it's got shallow roots because of lack of water, it, it withers, it dies. And, and then he's going to give a third example where seed is sown and the seed is going to fall among thorns. Now, I live in the South, and, and, and I'm sure this is probably all over the United States and all over the world, but if you uh, specifically, because this is what I'm familiar with, I, I used to deer hunt until I got shot at uh, many, many years ago when I was younger, and uh, it, the bullet was so close to my face, it was cracking limbs, I mean literally just right in front of my face, that I quit going. I haven't been hunting ever since, but I used to love going hunting i used to love just being in the woods and if you hunt you know exactly what i'm talking about it's just it's just something peaceful about it but in the south when you're going to the woods you'll run into these things called briar patches or we call them thickets and and it gets so thick that you can't even walk through it, it just it'll grab your clothes or and it'll, it'll start shredding your clothes or it, it, if it if you if you're legs are exposed or sometimes your your hands and your arms the, the, these thickets will just it'll cut your skin and you'll be digging thorns out for days it, it's not a very pleasant experience at all uh, these thickets they have these vines that grow all over everything and and they're super strong these vines are and and, and if a seed does germinate and it does happen to, to sprout the new plant that, that comes forth out of the ground, well, that new plant or that new tree, it's going to soon be wrapped up by that vine, and that vine will literally choke the life out of that new sapling, that, that new plant that has come forth from the ground. And Jesus said the seeds that fell among the thorns represent those who hear the message. The seed is the word of God. And so when this seed goes among the thorns, it is the people who hear the message, but all too quickly, Jesus says, the message is crowded out by the cares and riches and pleasures of this life. And he says they never grow into maturity. These strong vines in these thickets that choke out the life of, of a new plant or a, or a, a new sapling out in the woods, it, this these these vines it wrap around the the new growth and just chokes the life out of it jesus says it is the cares of this world it is the riches of this world these vines are these thickets these thorns they are the pleasures of this life and if you think about it life can be overwhelming at times right especially in the days of COVID, it can be overwhelming at times. And, and, and one of the reasons why I do this podcast is just to encourage you to keep going and to not give up, right? So to keep grinding. That's why we call it the Grinded Podcast. But if, if you have kids, you know exactly what I'm talking about, about the cares of this world or the cares in this life, uh, because they just... Uh, they add to the cares because we have to work on a daily basis to take care of our families. We have to pay bills. And then if our kids play sports, you you, you know exactly what I'm talking about because they have this sport and that sport. If you have several kids who play different sports or they're in band or they, they've got these after-school functions going on, you're, 
you, you know, you got parents that are having to split up and one parent go to the football game while the other parent goes to, to cheerleader practice or whatever, band practice. All, you know, we have all of these cares. And when we have kids, it just, the, the cares just even pile up even more. And so we get caught up trying to make ends meet and, and trying to do this and trying to do that. And we're, we're trying to work and, and to take care of our families because we, we got to have money to be able to, to pay our bills. And, you know, we get tired and we get bogged down and we just want to rest. And so, you know, we find ourselves, you know, we have a day off and what do we do on our day off? Well, a lot of us just want to rest. And so we, we just rest. And all this hustle and bustle that's going on, what happens is our faith begins to suffer and we leave Jesus over on the side and we, we, we just tend to never grow into maturity in Christ. And that was a lot of problems uh, that the, the church in Corinth had. And that's why Paul, uh, Paul said that they were babies, that they were still on, on the, the milk. They were drinking uh, the spiritual bottle of milk instead of uh, getting in the meat and, and, and growing is because they were not growing into maturity. They were too caught up in this and that and all this stuff that's going on uh, there in Corinth. And, and I, I, I've heard this said before and, I, and I've said it a lot, but you know, the devil uses a lot of tools to get a Christian to fall to get a Christian to get their focus off of Jesus. And, and one of the, the things he uses is busyness. Busyness. I mean, you, you think about how busy you are. Think about how busy uh, that we are on a daily basis. Just busy, busy, busy. Um, and if you think about it, if the devil can keep us busy, if he can keep you busy, then you don't have time to be growing your faith. I mean, think about this. Let me ask you a question. When is the last time that you just sat down and opened your Bible and read it? I mean, literally just sat down at the table, sat down at a desk, sat down in your recliner and took a physical Bible, not not an electronic device, but just took a Bible and opened up the Word of God and read it. Because it's all I've been talking about in the last podcast, and this one is the Word of God, how it is imperative that we be in the Word of God. You know, and I'm thankful for the electronic device. I'm thankful for our, our phones and, and for the Uversion app and all the, the, the other apps that have the Bible on it because, uh, I, I, like I said, when I'm working, I have uh, earbuds in my ears all the time. I listen to music all the time. Uh, and... and I listen to a lot of different podcasts. Uh, I listen to preachers. I, I, I listen to sermons. I listen to worship music. I, I, I listen to secular music. I listen to all kinds of stuff. Uh, but many times, I, I'll get on the, the YouVersion app because it reads the Bible to you. So if you don't have time to literally sit down and open up a physical Bible, get on the YouVersion app and, and hit play and let the Word of God be read to you in your ears because it is imperative that we be in the Word of God so that we can grow our faith. Romans ten seventeen Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And, and the seed that this farmer was sowing, 
is the Word of God, and it falls on all these different types of soil. And in this particular case that Jesus is talking about is is the thorny, uh, just the thickets. And, and, and when it, that seed fell among the thorns, the people heard the message, Jesus said, but all too quickly that message was crowded out by the cares and the riches and the pleasures of this life. And, they, and that seed never growed into maturity. And if we're not careful, we can easily fall into that trap, the trap of busyness. So take time to be in the Word of God. It's crucial, 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 crucial. And then Jesus said there's the seed that falls on good ground. Uh, when the sower was sowing his seed, it fell on fertile soil. And Jesus said it produced a huge crop. He says, and the seeds that fell on the good soil represent honest, good-hearted people who hear God's Word. They cling to it and patiently produce a huge harvest. And this is what we want to be right here. We want to be that good soul. We want to be good-hearted people who hear the Word of God and, and our lives are literally attached to uh, the Word of God and we're obedient to the Word and we're telling others about Jesus. We're, we're producing fruit. And I love what, uh, what Jesus said here in Luke when he says, that, that he said they're good-hearted people who hear God's word. They cling to it and patiently produce a huge harvest. That word patience means it's going to take time. You know, I, I remember when I first became a Christian, I just wanted to tell people about Jesus. I was fired up. I had to, you know, got to get the message out. Got to get the message out. I was very evangelistic and, and, and gung-ho, and, and, and I've always been that way. And, and I, you know, and I say it's got to happen now. It's got to, and it, that's kind of the mentality that we have in our world today. That it, everything is at our fingertips, and everything is lightning fast. You know, this this internet's not fast enough. I gotta have faster internet. My internet's lagging. I hear that from, from my my son sometimes. The internet's lagging. What's going on with the internet? Because especially their generation, they're just so used to having everything at their fingertips, and they can touch a button, and it's touch screen, and, and it's boom, it's just right there. And, you know. And, and, and just a blink of an eye, they can have any information that we want at, at our fingertips. And, 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 and so Jesus says you have to, to be patient when it comes to producing a huge harvest. The farm, if you think about the farmer when he's, when he's sowing his seed, he's out there and he's grinding up his soil and he's out there on his tractor and he's riding around this big huge field and he's disking up the ground and then he goes back over and he's planting his seed. Well, you know, he's not expecting to have a harvest next week. No, he, he, it's going to take months and it's going to take rain and it's going to take sunshine and the weather's got to do its thing and it's got to cooperate, but it's going to take time for that crop to produce a fruit. And, and, and with God's blessings, that fruit or that harvest will be huge and they can collect a lot of corn, they can collect a, a lot of cotton, they can collect a lot of bean. Whatever they have planted, they can reap their harvest and they can either sell it to make money to provide for their family or they can take some of their crops and, and, and provide for their family or they can give it to friends and family and neighbors so that they can provide for their family. But but Jesus said that, that the good soil, the fertile soil, when the seed falls on it, it produced a huge crop and it did so 
because they were patient. And, and so I know that's a word that we don't like to hear. We don't want to be patient. But Jesus said, our job is to sow the seed. Our job is to plant the word of God in people's lives. And over time, it could happen immediately. It could happen in the next day. It could happen next week. It might take years. But over time, it will produce fruit because he said, my word when I put my word out there, it does not go forth void. It, it, does, it, it always produces fruit. So that's what we want to be. We want to be good, fertile soil so that when the seed is planted in our lives, that it germinates and over time it produces fruit. And, and that's what Jesus said. The seeds that fell on the good soil represent honest good-hearted people who hear God's word, they cling to it, and they patiently produce a huge harvest. So over time, then, like when the farmer sows his seed, right, and, and, and he has patiently waited on the rain and the sunshine and the weather to do its thing, over time, over several months, then he can watch his crops begin to grow out of the ground, and soon it will produce the fruit that uh, will be able to provide for his family in so many different ways. Well, God does the same thing through us. He, he, he saves us, right? We hear the word. We, we, like Jesus said, we cling to it. And, and we're walking with Jesus. We're living for Jesus. We're in his word and we're growing our faith. And as we are in his word and our roots are growing deep and and, and the stronger we get in our faith, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, uh, we have matured and we are producing fruit for the kingdom of God. And that is where we want to be. We want to be strong in Christ, and we want to share the gospel of Christ with those who are around us on a daily basis with our friends and our family and our co-workers, we want to tell them about Jesus and give them the opportunity to be saved, to have this message of hope produce fruit in their lives. And so that be that farmer that just sows seed. And sure, some is going to fall on a footpath. Some is going to fall in the rocks. Some is going to fall among the thorns. But there's going to be some seed that falls on good ground on fertile soil and it will produce fruit just don't be discouraged but be encouraged to sow the seed of the gospel to tell people about the saving grace and the mercy of jesus christ how he died on a cross and how he was in a tomb for three days and that he came out alive victorious over death hell and the grave and he wants to give them that life to give them a new purpose to save them and to so that they can be on the way to heaven just like you and just like me that they can have the hope that when they take their last breath on this earth that they'll take their first breath in eternity with God forever and ever to worship our Savior who died on the cross and paid the price for our sin that we do not have to face the wrath of God. I mean, who who in their right mind would want to face the wrath of God? I, I want the blessings of God, and I'm sure you do too. And we want others to have the blessings of God. That's why we 
have to sow seed to share Christ with others? Are you sharing that message of hope? Are you telling people about Jesus Christ? Do you know Him as your Lord and Savior? If you don't, I pray today that that seed that someone has planted in your life will will germinate and that the Holy Spirit will allow it to sprout up and produce fruit in your life. God bless you. We'll see you next podcast and we will finish up Luke chapter 8. Take care and keep grinding. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Grinded Podcast today. May God bless you. If you have any comments or questions, you can email them to us at thegrinditpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like Randy to come and speak at your church or your next event, you can contact him through that same email address. Also, I would like to thank Jody Foster's Army, also known as JFA, for their song, Abba, as we use for our intro and our outro off their untitled 1984 album. May God bless you, and remember, keep your eyes on Jesus and keep grinding.